You are listening to the Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. Brought to you by the fine people at Balboa Avenue Dispensary. Also, the Miso Healthy Company. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Emo Brown podcast, the saddest Mexican. And indeed, it is very sad. It is a sad moment in time it right is. now. Scary. I have some uh, new voices in the hood here for you. Powerful Mexican men in the community, fathers, business owners, professors, teachers, todo el pelo, all in one room. Where are they? Sharing oh, air, with us. getting sick together. <laughs> Dude, we're in a crazy time right now, boys. Estamos ahorita durante el tiempo del coronavirus 2020, the pandemic. It's out there. It has reached yeah. San Diego. It's reached the U.S. Things are shutting down as we speak. Mm-hmm. School's out. Businesses are closing. Libraries are closing down. You can't hang out in groups bigger than 10. We're at 33% oh, yeah. of that limit right now. Fuck. Christian Moreno. Hey, what up? Tell me a little bit about yourself. Speak uh, up, man. Speak up. Be loud and proud. Oh, man. It's a, it's a strange time. It's even weird walking in here today. It was like very eerie, very like movie, movie, disaster movie, like, you know? Man, besides that construction that's going on outside, too. Oh, I like, got to rub that. Added to it. <laughs> I rub that. No, but yeah, um, I am Christian Moreno. I teach at Eastlake Middle School. I teach dual language history, and it's a great time for our district, too. So I, besides all this, there's like that added layer of all other stuff going on within our district. So I'm here. I'm alive. Welcome, bro. Survive. You know what? We've been trying to have you in for a while. We did it once con el compita el Caesar, pero yeah. valió dick, se borró toda la información. Like this mic wasn't connected, right? It, it was in... It was purposeful. It was know? on the early days of Emo Brown when we were barely learning how to put things together. Hey, but we're here. Compita. I have another young man in here with us, el compita Chicle. Full name, what you do, and what you're about. Yeah, so my real name is Enrique Lugo. Uh, I make art. I try to organize. I like doing stuff in my community and and others as well. Um, I'm also a dean of students, which is a fancy way of saying assistant principal um, at a charter school. And so for me, likewise, this is a, a weird time when we're trying to learn as much as we can about what's going on and then figuring out ways to support our students learning and their families, trying to share resources for people not to panic too much mm-hmm. and teach their kids to be resilient and not like give in to fear and, and whatnot. Um, and then trying to practice that as a parent as well with my own two kids who are at home bored asking if they could just watch TV. And I'm like, no, do something, you know, start drawing, Create. Let's make some yeah. designs. Let's go outside and play basketball. Um, and it's only day one. So I know, bro. This is day goes. one of like legitimately a new chapter for all three of us. Yeah. We all have commonalities. We're all here in the South Bay. We're all fathers. You know, we all oversee like certain groups. It's yeah. we're getting we got thrown a curveball. You know, like we we're, we're used yeah. to sitting on fastballs and just pa, 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 peppering them away, but we just got thrown a curveball. And now it's like time to adjust and see what we got to do. You teach at a charter school. I'm sorry, rather you are a dean of students at a charter school. Is that school still in session? 
No, we shut down officially for one week and then spring break, okay. which is a total of three weeks. Yes, on tres. Okay, uh, okay. From what we're hearing from the CDC and, and just the way things are developing, it sounds like we'll be shut down for a little longer than that, but that's not, it's not official yet. So we'll see what that looks like. Um, but yeah, we're closed. Students got a three week spring break. And then beyond that, we'll see. And now the fun starts. Yeah. yeah. And now yeah, the yeah, fun yeah, starts. Yeah, no, they told us on, on Friday because we still didn't know. You know, we were hearing all these news news articles, news stories. And like during my third period, we have a minimum day, like around 11. Like on 10, get like an email. And it was like, hey, we're closing. And the kids haven't heard it yet. So we're like, what do we do? We can't tell the kids yeah. yet. So then around fourth period during my prep, it starts coming out. Hey. It's being posted everywhere. Oh, man. We're closing and the kids are freaking, not freaking out as in like, oh my goodness. No, they were like, yes, yeah. we're <laughs> out of here. Forget Mr. Bruno's class, right? Yeah. They were just like, they were excited. Estilo days and confused. The yeah, kids are coming on the like, slide, whatever, throwing their notebooks in the real, air. <laughs> but then they were all, because it was, it was kind of rainy. So they were, all the kids were hanging out my, in my, in my room for lunch. And it was kind of going around like, we're not going to be here. So what are you going to do? And I, I was already prepared. I'm like, look, if they tell me that we're closing today, you're ready to go online learning. I am on it. Like, I'm good. Everything is online. But then they told us, no, you're not going to teach. It'll be an extended spring break. It'll be three weeks. You can't expect them to submit anything. Mm -hmm. They don't have the devices. They may not work at home. They may not have Wi-Fi, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I just said, well, we'll just see you when you come back. So as teachers now, they're going to be at home a lot more than usual. You have two children. Yeah. You have two children, boy and a girl. I have three little boys. It's gonna be a lot Steve, on our fucking Steve, welcome play, to the profession, bro. bro. You, you yeah, are you are now a teacher. Yeah. Well, I told wifey after today, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm gonna be in the profession because yeah, today, man, like I said, um, as you know, I own a couple of businesses here yeah, in yeah, Chilvis, yeah. and we had that order like, hey, gotta shut down. Okay, we can't have we have to have social distancing. We have to do this. We have to, and we have, obviously we're not assholes, you know. We're we're in it as a business, so there's that business mind, and then there is the social civil mind, and you have to find that commonality in the middle where it's like the Venn diagram, and it's like, okay. And we sat back and we we're like, you know what? We have to close, man. Like I, the worst thing that we can do as a business in our community is to put people in danger, you know, like put them at risk of of, of getting the, the coronavirus right now. I mean, we get busy, and there's a lot of people in here. For sure. And just recently, we heard of a, a, a high-ranking city council member here in Chula Vista who contracted the virus, and he is he self-quarantined himself. And it's like, shit. Like, we see that guy. We see that guy in South Bay everywhere, man. Mm -hmm. He's in National City. He's in Chula Vista. Yeah. He's on the east side. He's on the west side. He's everywhere. So it's like if somebody in that like position of power and stature can come across and catch this virus fuck bro like who knows yeah. how many people can have it at this point and it's kind of like assume you have it like right. assume everyone has it right now and act accordingly you know obviously um we're at a lesser risk of of developing more serious issues with the virus than our abuelitos and our parents you know so it's like we're like not in the clear as it relates to that, but we're a little less fuzzy, you know? And, and I could tell wifey and I tell my family, it's like, it's not us that we should be worried about. It's like, I'm worried about my abuelita. I'm worried about like my parents to an extent, although they're, they're pretty fucking healthy. They're in that, that middle, like cutoff point where they're like in their middle sixties. But I'm like, I'm worried about like the elders, you know, like they are in a position where it's like, cualquier cosita que les pase, wey, 
fuck like yeah. we don't know what the result is going to be right well i mean look, look at you both of you got slogans from your business it's about community right like you have to look out for each other mm-hmm. and this is one of these moments where we have to look out for each other <laughs> it's like don't be about it yeah. don't talk about it better be about yeah, that shit yeah, real exactly. quick you know I mean, it's yeah. in both of you guys a slogan yeah we have to like live by it too right and all of us being part of this community we have to like you said pretend or imagine that we have it yeah because who knows? Maybe we do. We're yeah. just healthy and, and we just don't have any symptoms. And we anything. just have to, you know, act accordingly, man. Right. You know, and like, fuck. Like, we're almost out of milk. We have, we, <laughs> we bought a lot of fucking groceries, bro. Like, a lot. Um, And we're fortunate. We're in a position where we can buy these things. You know, we didn't go crazy. Like, wifey already is a little bit of a OCD in the sense that she goes to the store and she picks up a lot of toilet paper already. She picks up like a 24-pack at Costco. Yeah, con eso es suficiente, you know? And I feel like Media and people in the community are adding fear upon fear, fucking creating a groundswell of drama for the community. You know, it's like the people who we're looking up to to maintain the calamity, maintain the the, the straight and narrow thinking are the same motherfuckers that are kind of like wilding out. And it's like, shit, we can't look to these guys as leaders like who the fuck are we going to look to? I look to you guys. I mean, because we're, you know, you're you're both professors, you're both fucking parents, you're Enrique, you are a fucking business owner, bro. Like, I know what we're going through. What about yourself? Let the people know yeah. where they can go buy some fresh-ass coffees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm part of PRC, Project Real Collective, over in Paradise Hills off of Rio Drive. And we're seeing the impact. You know, a lot less people coming through since Friday. You know, Saturday and Sunday were real light. And one of the things that I've been thinking about in our, in our whole team, just thinking about our employees, you know, how do we take care of them? Well, like you said earlier, being conscious of the the danger and the risk that exists, maybe not for us directly, but for the people that come in and then who they go see afterwards. I'm thinking a lot about my parents who are on the older end and, you know, I haven't seen them for a week and just texting phone calls with my mom. Um, It's better safe than sorry, bro. It's better safe than sorry. Exactly. And and I, I don't know. So we, we're trying to figure that out. We're making ourselves accessible through the ordering apps. You know, Postmates, I know, has an option where you can order through there. And if you pick up, it's free. So that's one way that we're staying accessible and, and keeping our employees busy. I don't know how long that'll be an option. Hopefully, we can stay that way. But to be Knock realistic, like we don't know, right? Yeah. Like we don't yeah. know what's, what's going to happen next. So That's the crazy part. We don't know. There's no end in sight. They keep yeah. saying, oh, shut down for a couple of days, shut down for a week, shut down for two weeks. They just made a speech. It's like, if we do everything by the books, maybe by July and August, it's yeah. like, God damn, bro, July and August, I see a lot of businesses going out as like, right. they're going to be closing up shop if they have to stay closed at us included. Like, I don't know anybody that can survive being down until July or August, which is like three to four months away with no income, having to pay utilities, rent, loans overhead everything that's gonna be a bitch that's gonna be the next thing and, and it's yes the virus is next level it's something we need to it's something we should have like put our hands around its neck and controlled earlier right but i feel like the lack of preparation and just like the miscommunication or just like just get fa- feeding us false information has kind of caused us to be in this position yeah. now you know i think people just are scared to make mistakes you know like i, I heard of the 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 director of the world Her- world health organization Who? he was world 
Health Organization. Nah, bitch, it's who. <laughs> anyway, someone said who, and I was like, wait, who? Who, 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 who are you talking about? You know, and then and then he was saying like people are just scared to make mistakes. I they want to get it perfect. They want to get it right. But sometimes it's just better just act first. Yeah. At what point is it fuck getting it right, fuck getting it perfect, and just getting it done? Right. You know, it's like yeah. at some point you got to be like, all right. These motherfuckers obviously are gonna need some help. You're gonna need some help. You're gonna need some help. What can we do to make right. this not disappear? But you gotta hold on to it. You know, like it, it wasn't like we didn't have other examples. Like we saw other countries handling it. Maybe mm-hmm. they handle it a little bit more forcefully. Should we have gone to that point? I don't know. You know, like think about the whole like, is it better to be all right, let's take away some you can't go outside for a little mm-hmm. while and then just control it before you get to anything bigger and, and instead of like a reaction. Preemptive yeah. other than reaction. The crazy part is this communistic China like that. Obviously, man, it's under the fucking it's under iron rule. It's like a legitimate place. You don't want to live if you've lived in the Western world, allowed all of our freedoms and liberties. You go over there. It's like, okay, we're going to have fever checkpoints every block. Right. Every block. They have somebody that's going to stop you and talk to you and swipe you, swab you. And if you have a fever, bro. They, no they if ands or buts. Yeah, yeah. They las greñas y te tiran and they say, bro. Right, right. I mean, that's next, that's next level, right? Yeah. It's like you're separated male, female, and children, and they're going to go ahead and just, you're quarantined, bro. It's yeah. like, no, I got to go home. No, bro. That's it. Like, you got a fever. You're putting right. your community at risk. What are you doing now? Right. You're going here for two weeks, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah. They have no liberties right now. Right. They also have a, decre- a decreasing uh, fucking case of this being spread rapidly yeah. like it did in Italy. Well, even South Korea, man. South Korea, ha- like, I think what I, what I read was they have 12 beds per person for 1,000 people. <laughs> we, Italy has three point something. Mm-hmm. We have two point something. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, like, if we're a developed country, then yeah. we can't even handle something like this. We're not prepared. You know yeah, what I mean? and so the pedo is, it's not a matter of, like, hey, guys, if we act now, not everyone's going to get it. Right. The pedo is like, if we act now and kind of like do our due diligence, we're not going to overrun our healthcare system and fuck them. Because if what happened in China and what happened in Italy happens here, we're going to be in a worse position, right. bro. I mean, I don't, we're not as condensed as fucking, you know, China right. and our population isn't as old as it is in Italy where they're right. going to, they're probably going to see the worst, the, the worst yeah, of I what this that. virus has to offer is probably going to come from Italy just right. based on, uh, on the demographic of people that are currently over there and where it's hitting. Like here, it's just going to be like, damn, three beds per 1,000 people? Yeah. <laughs> like, See, dude. Convert to 12 from South Korea? So what are you telling your kids as parents? Like, what do you what are you kind of like feeding them? Because at home, we don't let them watch the news. I'm the fuck, I'm yeah. the, I'm the conspiracy theorist that, oh, chill out, bro. And I said, and I kind of gave them a time. I was like, yo, this is going to happen. Then we're going to shut down our businesses. Then they're going to impose a curfew. Know? Do your kids know? Because like, you have old, how old are your kids? Mine are 11 and 9. So they're more aware. Of so they understand. Much. I don't think they understand fully like uh-huh. the extent of how crazy this is. But they know like they're off from school and why. And I haven't really talked to them about it other than every chance I get. How long are you going to wash your hands for? 20 Mississippis. All right. Cool. <laughs> nice. The you ABC know? song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's it. Like just stay healthy. Wash your At hands. At that age, that's like, all they need to know. Yeah. You know, it's our job to protect them and kind of shield them from that right now because them knowing isn't going to help anything. They're not yeah. going to go out and play at their neighbor's house. They're not going yeah. to school and playing in the playground. They're not going anywhere. They're like, they're with us. Yeah. So it's like, 
so long <laughs> these motherfuckers we were we had uh, her cousin their cousins came over yesterday to hang out they brought their little dog running around and um what were they doing? Fucking, they were playing the Corona tag game. Oh, and I was like, oh, <laughs> man. Like, oh, I got you. Tienes Corona. And I was like, oh, man. I told the wife, I was like, these motherfuckers. I was like, these motherfuckers. <laughs> we don't have no bed for you. Stop. I was like, these, I don't think they understand. And I was like, good. Like, let their innocence, like, we yeah. can't, we can't take their fucking childhood away for something as gravely, like, serious as this. Yeah. But it's like, they're with us. They're in our little yard. Yeah. It's like, I still feel like when we're at home, it's like we're in a microcosm. Like anything on the outside is on the outside. Anything on the inside is us, you know? But fuck, you have two little kids. Yeah. They don't know. I mean, they have a five-year-old and a three-year-old. Okay. And they just know like, hey, we're just going to be working. We're going to be at school. We're going to be home. That's all yeah. we're going to do. Just next the break. And and then, but I did walk them today. It's like I wrote out a schedule, like what we're doing. I'm trying to be like very like, you know, nice. we're going to do this, 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 and this. I'm using my Alexa app. I'm just like... Alexa, this time, tell them we're going to do this next and we're doing this next. I'm trying to keep it structured. Very nice. I'm trying to. Pinchy profe. I'll send it to you. I'll text you. Uh, you said, you've sent me like four items. I have. And I'm very appreciative. He's, he sent me like a... Uh, <laughs> Here are all the online resources you can use. All of the online yeah. resources, all the I'll apps that we can download, a schedule of like, okay, it's 8, get up. 8.30, breakfast. 9, reading. 10, break. 11, lunch. I was like, damn. And wifey wifey i should never even have like thought i was gonna, it to her. <laughs> no i should never have thought i was gonna slide one by her she's like yeah i've been doing that i was like yeah. all right cool i was like shit i was just you know a professor he gave years. yeah he, yeah. he gave me this i figured like, we can I use ha- it i have online resources i can share i can teach them all about the Aztecs, the inca and the maya i'm nice. good you know i got you yeah, um, yeah but but yeah no we we have we're keeping a schedule just because i mean my melody yeah my son is in, in dual language and now I'm, I'm like i'm scared is he gonna lose some of his spanish because mm. he's brilliant so much Right. So now I need to start kind of like looking into where, where, where should he be at in kindergarten? I need, what, what, what do I need to practice with? I need to do this. I need to do math. I need to do all these things. So to keep him going. So he doesn't feel like he's losing any type of education, you know, cause we don't know. Like we don't know how long we're going to be closed. We That's don't know. That's scary. And, and like, is there going to be a gap in kids learning? Especially if we, if we have younger kids. I mean, the older kids too, right? I know my students yeah. are going to be losing a whole bunch of not only content, but that's not important, but it's more like skills. Are they going to be able practice? Right, yeah. practice. They need to be on it because the moment they go to eighth grade, my kids, for example, my students, are, are they going to be up to par? You know, are the eighth grade teachers going to understand that we need to kind of teach a little bit? A little backtracking. Yeah, yeah, a little backtrack of like they may not be aware of like all these things that we're talking about and all of these uh, uh, skills that we're learning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even just getting like reading materials out. Right. You know, and, th- and that's one thing that I've been thinking a lot about since Friday because it was the same for us. At yeah. some point, kids got word that the, the county – or the district had posted that schools were shutting down as of Monday. So then technology, buddy, technology. Asking, hey, is this true? Are we shutting down? We're like, well, we we haven't put out an official message yet. We don't know, mm-hmm. even Stay though tuned. we knew it was probably going to happen. But I, I think how do we how do we keep the kids engaged? You yeah. know, and especially those kids that are probably not making the best choices. I work with high school students. Yeah. So it's a different you know, ballgame. They, they huh? have different access to to things, you know, or, or to friends. And yeah. how do we help them stay active in a positive way? Right how do on? you do that? I, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. You know, like how do we... Because it's so Because fresh. then the other thing too, like for the kids that don't have internet, don't have computers at home, if I send a message out or, or the teachers They're are sending work out, is that kid going to receive it? You know, are they going to Is that equitable out? for everybody, right? Right. And so I, I went through a training this morning and that's one of the things that came up. 
is anything that we do moving forward has to be equitable and we have to take into consideration kids who are IEPs, 504s, you know, what does it mean for them? English language learners, you know, how do we support them when there's no one there to support their learning? All these things that, you know, now as an administrator, I, I was an art teacher for almost eight years, never had to think about this. But now that I'm on the other side of the table, yeah. there's like so many things to keep in mind. And then when we do send a message out, how do we decrease the stress? You know, how do we send out messages that are helping families cope? Because <clears throat> one of the things that you both kind of touched on is our kids are going to remember what this time was like for them. So if they're just playing tag and, and it's coronavirus tag, that's sick. You know? Right. Because they're going <laughs> to remember having fun. Yeah. yeah and it's yeah. going to be kind of like like a fun thing for them. Maybe at some point they'll realize like, oh, shit. Like maybe well, we did our job, you know. If they remember right. that it was good times with family, that's what we want. Stress-free. You know, right. Right. But then I think about those families that, that right now, like mom or dad or, or single parents who have to go to work yep. trying to make ends meet. Yes, sir. You know, and I mean that's eighty five percent. There's a lot. That's eighty five percent of everybody. Yeah. So I think yeah, that's I know, the part that's scary. Yeah, I think I take it for granted because I te- I do teach on the east side. You know, and we all have like for me, it wasn't even a question. Like, Demographic oh, break. The east sure. side means mm-hmm. Chula Vista has two sides: yeah. the east side, the west side. That's Metaphorically it. speaking, the yes. right side of the tracks, the wrong side of the tracks. Often, the west side of Chula Vista has been painted. Yeah, <laughs> has been painted with the brush of. You're on the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah, it's more hood. Rough, it's more it's ghetto. Rough, it's rough. Right, right. We you, you learn faster. You're street mm-hmm. smart. Where everybody on the east side has been allotted a little bit more of a of a financial freedom. For sure, where yeah. you know the parents both work and and the kids have a little bit. They're more a little affluent. Yeah, they, they're ex- Bevmo, not yeah, the exactly, bro. That's the Trader best Joe's, way to put it. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. Trader Joe's yeah. not food for less. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right, so it's right. like. So for me, like looking at it through that lens and when we were talking about what are we going to do for the next week, I was already like, I'm going to go online learning because for me, it wasn't an option. It wasn't a question that the kids are going to have access. You know what I mean? I could teach online. I can go to my classroom and record a live YouTube video of yeah. me teaching them. And I, I, would, I would pretty much know that 90% of my kids are going to be online watching me. Right. You know, but then I have to like kind of, kind of look back and say, wait, but that's not fair for everybody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a whole bunch of kids who are not going to have access. So I need to kind of, what can I do to either help p- people who don't have access? Or is it going to be fair that I teach and then other kids from other schools, even my school, who may not have, who may be transfers, mm-hmm. right? will take the bus. Maybe they don't have access to these things that I feel like our kids normally have. Would you feel comfortable if we like ask the people, the Emo Brown leans to send like direct messages with their email address? Oh, for sure. And yeah, then, yeah. Because like, you have a vast... Fucking library of knowledge be, at your fingertips. But that's because the moment that I knew that we were not going to be teaching, I was the kind of like... Sca- scrounging. Uh, no. Like, no? Yeah, yeah. No, I was more just kind of like... I felt I felt defeated. Mm. I love mm. teaching. I love being in the classroom. And I love teaching anybody who wants to learn. I always feel hype when I'm around you. I always feel like, oh, fuck. I'm gonna learn something. I feel like I have to. I have to elevate my game when uh, I'm around you. I'm like, oh fuck, I can't. I can't I, talk to him like I talk to glass. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I, I just, I just like 
I just like learning. I just, mm-hmm. I just, and I love teaching. Like mm-hmm. that would have been my thing from, from early. That's why I wanted to become a teacher. I wanted to teach, you know, teaching my parents how to be American, you know, when they came to this country. Like I was the, I was the bridge from Mexico and, and being an American. I was that bridge. So I wanted to teach them, Hey, this, this is how you vote. This is how you do things. Nice. This is how you do all these things. This, this is how it is. This is why we, this is why the Americans love, uh, mac and cheese mom, the craft one, not the one from food for less, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is mm-hmm. why we like all these. So for me, that was ingrained in me that I need to teach. I never turn it off. Bridge the gap. Bridge yeah, the gap. Yeah, yeah. I'm always, I'm always on it. I'm always on it. I mean, don't lose I, it roots. Yeah, teach I mean, what's new. Yeah, yeah. That's why you know I teach at Otay Ranch my first year. And then east side, I, east side. Mm-hmm. But then every single summer I would teach at Southwest High, West nice. Side, West Side. I would teach <laughs> at Super my alma mater. I mean, I love all that because I want to make sure that for me it keeps me grounded, mm-hmm. and it keeps me and it and it shows me that no matter where you are. East side, west side, wherever school district, teach kids, no matter what demographic, need good teachers. Yeah. The message is the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The message like, remains like, the same. I, I think it's I think maybe all of us can be like, you know, whoever you are, you need somebody good in your life. Mm-hmm. You need a good mentor, no mm-hmm. matter what, right? Yep. Sin duda. I mean shit. We don't get to I'm forty. You're thirty four. Thirty five. That's so nice of you. Thirty five. Thirty seven. Thirty seven. Like a, you're like a lady. How old are you? Chicklin and I are the same age, actually. I know yes, we're, we're born in 79. So, I mean, I feel like at getting to this point, this stage in our lives, being husbands, being fathers, being mentors to other people, mm-hmm. being, you know, business owners, I feel like we, we wouldn't have gone this far if we didn't have a mentor, right. man. We have, yeah. And fortunately for me, I've had a couple of people that I look up to in whatever line of the career that I've been in. It's like I have somebody... And I, and I always butcher this uh, this quote, and I've always had it. It's like, first you learn the, the game, then you learn the rules, then you take over the game. And I can't do that, obviously, on my own. I had to find somebody who's involved. So I always find myself like reaching out to people like, hey, how do you do this? Did you come across these issues? And for me, I am not a professor by profession, you know, but I feel like I can pass these things on to my kids, to my employees, right. to homies, friends. Like, you know, like I feel like, bro, like if I see somebody like this is how we should do this, like this is probably a better right. angle to approach this this situation than just kind of like being like that. I need to I need to find out a way how to like like you said, you know, like you got you both actually have a wealth of information since you have your backing and you know how to push it forward. I need to figure out how to do this in my kids. Like, this is going to be, if there's one silver lining to this whole fucking dramatic situation is that, A, I'm still going to be working the day job at UPS because motherfuckers, you guys keep ordering bidets, you keep ordering (laughs) toilet paper, y'all motherfuckers ain't never going to stop ordering that shit. So I know, I know I have a secure job at UPS. Let me me order my bidet right now. That's what I'm saying, pajamas on Prime. But it's like, that's it. Like, if this is shut down, because currently the brewery and the bar will be shut down for the foreseeable future. Like, that'll put me in a position where now I look at the schedule that wifey has, you know, put together and I'm like, all right, we get up, we do this. We're going to do this after. And I'm excited for that because for the for the last year, two years, I've been very engulfed in what I'm doing here. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in a weird way, I almost feel like, fuck, this is a godsend. This is going to yeah. give me a chance yeah. to step back. This is going to give me a chance to reassess priorities. Obviously, this is a fucking priority. These things that are that we oversee in life are a priority, you guys being professors. But taking a step back and being like in a position where it's like we're going to be surrounded by our immediate loved ones. This fucking quarantine and isolation. Yeah. We're going to be with our immediate loved ones 24-7 soon. Like I think it's right around the corner. They're going to just say, you know what? Everyone's off quarantine. There's going to fucking be a curfew. Yeah. Shit's going to go bananas. But it's like, good. The fucking family dynamic 
can only grow from there. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of pregnancies probably in the next fucking six, seven, what are, eight what months, hear, bro. What are I hear? These people who are going to be like conceived around this time are going to be like coronials. Coronials? <laughs> coronials. Damn. That's a, that's a good name. Hey, I heard that. Coronials. I just sent you a link, funny. by the way, of all like the virtual tours you can take with your kids. Yeah, pinche oh, side note. Nice. Aquí el profesor, el Christian, this Already motherfucker, sharing. he's okay. the king of sending links, bro. Once you guys link up and you exchange numbers or you're, oh, well, you're actually in the in our group chat. Um, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. This motherfucker Christian all he does is send links. Hey guys, look at this. Hey guys, hey, read this. this. Hey, Here, what do you think about tours. this? Hey, just checked out this podcast. Yeah. I'm like, cool. And now I'm about that shit because I, I like to, I like to soak up as much as but, I can. That's what I'm saying. It's like I'm all about teaching. You know, mm. like it's. I think both of you are like perfect examples of community, right? Like you guys want to help out your community. I think that's for me. My my con- contribution to community is teaching and sharing what I know, sharing mm-hmm. my knowledge because. Hey, the one person who I reach who may not want this knowledge, maybe that's the thing that makes a difference El in their vato. lives, you know? El vato. Yeah. Damn, son, that shirt looks good on you because that brain is working at it full is. capacity right now. <laughs> Get it done. Look it's, at that It's thing. warm in here, too. Fuck, if we rewound this to last month, if we rewind oh, our lives to last month, we're planning bike rides for the Emo Brown Athletic Club. We're planning your bingy, our pop up here at the brewery, yeah. you the know, the signing up for races, signing up for a sparring race, Which bro. Is probably not be. I don't think they're gonna no, have it go through. No, they no. Can't. Bitch, are you physically ready to do that? Give it to me straight. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe you. Wait a minute. Last podcast, you were talking about somebody was mentioning. Hey, somebody was saying they're gonna have like a hard time with this, and you immediately thought of me. Yeah, that was me. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this person. Somebody told me that they're not gonna be able to handle it. Whatever. He said, oh, the profile. I was like, oh, bro. bitch, it's a five k race, yeah. but I'm gonna be fine. It's a five. I know that's what I'm saying. It's I was not... scared of the monkey bars. That's anything what with like hanging out. We wear hanging. gloves. We wear gloves. Yeah, <laughs> with more the body weight than than the gloves. I feel like is it allowed for us to still go out and like run yeah. and just yeah, like yeah, yeah. are I we went, allowed I went to do for that? a run this morning? Yeah, Victor, you're like a runner, huh? A little bit, a little bit. Started working out to prepare for that race, so that's been good too. Nice. Looking thin, Um, look at you. All right. I'm trying. Yeah. You know, one thing I want to reiterate though that has come up is this idea of being successful means that you have people around you that lift you up or that you look up to. And I think that's something too that, you know, as this situation unfolds, our inability to go out and, and reconnecting with our families or or finally taking a break and being home, you know, like with my son this morning, he asked me if I could play with him. I was trying to, I was doing the training, although he didn't think I was doing anything because I was sitting on the computer (laughs) and he had a moment of like, ah, well, like, no, it's okay. Like, you don't have time. And I was like, no, like, let me just finish this. And I got you. And then we played, you know, he has this wrestling game. We played for like three matches. He beat me two out of three. Nice. 66% and then we went outside. Nice. We went outside and played basketball. But it, it made me. It's it's like humbling, right? Like, how do we take it back to the priorities roots before the internet and social media? Like, we wouldn't even be scared right now if we didn't know. You know, it'd That's be true. business as usual, yep. and good or bad. But I I think this idea of like we're not alone. Like, yeah. I hope people really see that and and take that to heart. And I yeah. think with our students too, like. How do we show them who we are as successful family men, you know, having a career, being entrepreneurs, yeah. and, and the fact that, like, anybody could do it if you surround yourself with a team, yeah. you know, and, and break away from the mentality of you have to be the fastest, greatest, strongest individual. Right. 
put more of like what traits do you bring to mm-hmm. the table Take and then how do I amplify between it. the three of us, mm-hmm. you know, what do we each bring to the table to to make our ourselves stronger? Yeah. You know, you don't have to do it all. You can delegate, you can share ownership. It's fucking it's hard, not, Chicle. That is hard. That is something is. I'm still trying to like grasp. You know, it's like Yeah. But you but you do it, you know, and you surround yourself huevo. with people. Shit. Yeah. Huevo. I feel like fuck. Like honestly, th- this is this is going to be a good test, a good opportunity to learn, a good opportunity yeah. to step back. Because yeah, any like you you're mentioning your your son looking at you and be like it's okay you're probably busy like in my head it's like that song like the cats in the cradle in the silver spoon that shit always comes up when like um i'm thinking like oh he wants to go play but i fucking can't oh he wants to go do this but i'm busy doing this so now like there's no excuse i don't have to do anything for the businesses right Right, now because it's obviously there's still shit to do you know but it's like it's not gonna be as pressing as it is, I got to get this done now. I right. got to get payroll out. I got to get scheduling done. I got to go out and make sure we're good on inventory. Okay, now I got to go to the other spot and do the same thing. And it's like, now, now it's, now like, it's eliminated. That, you know, for better or for worse, for sure, for you know, sure. whatever. That's fucking, uh, it's eliminated. And now it's like, I spent the, well, I didn't spend the night in my kid's room, but he was like, daddy, spend, like, sleep with me. And I was like, I got shit to do. Yeah, I, could, I can do this. Like, this is something I can do. I don't have to, like, stay up and whatever. It's like, so I laid down. I said, papi, I'm going to be here for like a few minutes as soon as i hear you snoring i'm gonna go okay daddy just for a little bit just for a little bit i love you thank you daddy you're awesome nice. and I, yeah and i was like oh man it faked yeah, i felt awesome yeah. but i felt like a shit like me just laying down with my son at night for like 10 15 minutes is like probably the pinnacle of his happiness right, for the day right, and right, i'm like that's right, all yeah. it fucking takes that's all it took and i can't give it to him like on a consistent basis so i'm like fuck that now that this is going on now it's time understand. for me to like rework that situation you know like with all three of them like this is what we're gonna do obviously he connects more to that he just wants somebody he's the middle child bro he's not the oldest he's not the youngest you know he's not the leader he's not the baby he's in the middle Mm -hmm. and he lives up to that role with his personality to a fucking t like everything is daddy you're awesome i love you i want to hold you daddy let me give you a kiss on your cheek i'm like all right cool and i'm like he requires that yeah other dude my oldest requires me throwing the ball kicking the ball just kind of like you know daddy look daddy look look what i can do look what i can do look what i can do and the other one's too he's little he's just running into a wall with a fucking head first dive i'm like <laughs> Chimorro está psycho wrong, fuck anyways yes that's what i'm gonna learn on my, but, that's yeah. what i'm gonna learn on my but, break teacher yeah. <laughs> yeah but like we're talking about like changes right like I think when we talk about the podcast, it was like, hey, let's talk about this situation with the, with the district and how quickly oh, yeah. it's changed. You know, like every single day it's been, it's been different. Like the talk of what's going on has been We've different. wanted to talk. I've been wanted to sit down and talk with you. First, it was uh, the drag queens at the library. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, and I was like. Because I am part of the library board. I'm part of the Chilevis library board. So we had a lot of like people coming in and talk about that. But that seems like so distant. That's what I'm saying, bro. That, that was just like, we had like a good. All of Chula Vista was up in arms, Chicle. Everybody in Chula Vista was like. Did you hear about that? No. No. So we had had drag queens come and read for like story hour. Nice. So it was more like, let's let's bring these. I think it was happening in in New York City too at the library. They were like Uh, having a drag queen to be inclusive and to spark imagination and all that type of stuff. So we decided to bring it here. So the library did it here and it was like a big old uproar. A lot of uh, conservative groups, a lot of like religious groups didn't like it. So they protested and they tried to they tried to tell us like you can't do that anymore and it became like a big deal for people who wanted it so it was a, a big 
culture clash, really. Legitimate culture, culture clash, clash. Right? So we had a lot of, it was a success. We had opened a, a big old, uh, almost like a, a big old um, uh, auditorium for it. Nice. But then the next week, we have our library board meeting, and then we have people protesting and it, it was it was like uh like a just like a regular government board right but we meet like in a conference room but it was packed and people were there to protest and to tell us the library board of how this was not good oh man and when you know the you know, backlash yeah but you know what one of the downsides though what was really made me really sad like i'm all about hearing other other people's point of view i'm cool with that but there was a lot of teachers Oh, wow. A lot of retired teachers, older teachers who felt, the old guard, yeah, who were like, "This is not appropriate." I was like, "Really? I'm like, man, this, that just tells you how much a big of a generational shift this is." You know what yeah. I mean? That for us, maybe I'm speaking for myself, but for us, it, it was this is normal. You know, it's like it's on TV. This is not new, but for the older generation, it was a big shift for them. This is something that was coming out of the field. They don't agree with it. They don't know anything about it. They weren't immersed in it. Like they didn't know anybody. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they don't know anybody who is a drag queen or maybe somebody who is gay. So they just felt like this is not appropriate at all. That's mm-hmm. old Chula Vista, bro. Like I don't know. If, like we had the mayor on a f- couple months ago, mm-hmm. and she she was very like descriptive of what old because she her family's been around in Chula Vista fuck she says it's like the ni- early 1920s yeah, I remember. 1920s oh, wow, right. anyway, like in the el inicio de Chula Vista and um I guess that train of thought is still around you know and it's like and it's weird because it's 2020 bro you know it's like at some point you got to realize all right why is what he or she or they are doing have a direct like effect on how i live my life why do i have to go like picket strike fucking shit on something that has absolutely nothing to do with me it's and not intended for me Chicle. it's not a, intended yeah, yeah, yeah. for me but i still want to shit on hey yeah. go, use, go use your pronouns by the way you said yeah you say she he and then they very good it was the I'm very nice proud. <laughs> I'm very proud <laughs> i saw you tear up uh, <laughs> success that's my emoness <laughs> But yeah, that was yeah. But but then was that right? That was like the big issue. That was the first one I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah, yeah. and then I sent you a couple of like texts, like, "Oh, bro, this is happening." I had all these people come in and like all that. And then the whole district thing, yeah. where losing, you know, we mismanagement of money, and then the pink slips and stuff. Shit, mismanagement of money and Sweetwater Union is hand in hand, peanut Dude. butter and jelly, bro. I see what like, I, like I, it was like in our chat. I don't know think if you got mm. that chat when I was like or that message. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna get a cut or not. Yeah. I don't know. You were, you were legit scared for a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, look, I think part of me is if it happens, it happens. I can't do anything until I, until it happens to me. Like, I can't worry about it. You know, like, I need to be able to live my life, continue teaching. It's not going to change what I do. But there was a part of me that was kind of like, man, I don't know. Like, it's still in there. Well, I don't know if it's going to, if it's, if I'm going to get a pink slip or not, if, if I'm going to have a job or, or what. So, what does this tell us, dude? Is like the fucking moral of the story is there's always going to be a bigger pedo. It's like yeah. from one fucking drama to a bigger drama to a pandemic. The drama that ends all <laughs> yeah, fucking dramas is like, yeah, you yeah. know, it's like, shit, drag queens were in the library. Oh, up in arms, fuck. Pink slip being handed out for mismanagement yeah. in the count in the fucking school district. Everyone's got the coronavirus. Right. And it's like, God damn, dude. Like, you sit back, you put things in perspective. And I feel like, yeah. if anything, this is a perspective <laughs> moment. Chicle, like, it is. this is a moment where you sit back and be like, all right, well, fuck. Shit's going sideways. What do we got that's always going to be there for us if we work on it and make it right? Our family. You got to keep growing yep. that shit. And it's like, fuck, how are you handling this, man? How's wife? How are your fucking wifeys handling it? I think mine's a little stressed out. You know, she works at Costco. 
Oh, so she, she has seen it from <laughs> nothing to people fighting over rice, you know. Oh, and yeah. They've problem, actually man. been they've been doing really good with how they're managing the crowds, you mm -hmm. know, letting mm -hmm. only a few people in at a time. And so that I think has been okay. But, you know, it's, it's stressful. It's stressful, you know, thinking about that. And then with our businesses, too, we, we have another little shop in Logan and keeping it open or not you know do we let people come in and shop with us or like you said earlier are we responsible and like don't put ourselves at risk if someone comes in and shares it with us and i'm bringing it home to a lot of that thinking and my wife at least is the one that i think worries a little more hardcore than i do um so i've seen her kind of take a toll but she's also a champ you know so that's what we do with Mary Shans bro yeah like she she's all good you know holding it down and she's a hard worker so I doubt that she's not gonna go to work I know she's telling me though like they're at Costco they're worried about that you know people not showing up and so they called back like all of their uh seasonals to see who can come in because they're expecting like people because you know some people are going to take advantage of it and call in sick you know don't feel well when and and warranted you know, or they not. have that yeah, right yeah, absolutely so yeah, yeah. protect your own right but you know my wife is the one that like now nah, they call me in at two i'll be there at 1 30 yeah you know so but we're good you yeah know, we're good fuck i feel like there's gonna be a lot of like uh talking pillow talk you know it's like yeah. how, how was the day what the fuck you're with the kids now all day and i'll be like oh i have more time to contribute to you here you go yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chica. you're a good dude man from the first moment and it was weird when i met when i met enrique it was like i saw him i was like i know this motherfucker i know this guy from somewhere and i feel like i still do from like playing soccer or something because mm, we're both something. the same age we're both from the south bay you know it's like it's a good dude not man. from school not from no university. no because you went to um where'd you go to high school? To high school, Point Loma. Yes. I got bust out. Oh. No, so for no, for sure. Yeah. You're so bonitas champ. I'm sorry. It's all right. I didn't ask to be born there. I was just lucky. Why are you mad? Motherfucker. Dude, high school, bro. It's funny. Every time I go and I like, I have an open house or something and I always say, oh, from Stewart High School, I get like a whole bunch of like, oh, yeah. All the Filipinos, Mexicans. Like, yeah, they all, and they all moved to East Lake. Brother, yeah. my high school was voted the most diverse in the country in 1990, what, when I graduated, seven, 96, 97. No yeah. And it was like, fuck, you go on our campuses, it's like, oh, Everybody shit. It's is, like man. United Nations everywhere, yeah. bro. It's like, a boom, the Asia's represented, the Latin America's represented, the Africa's represented. It was like, <laughs> it was cool. And everybody was segregated in their own little groups. You got yeah. the soccer players, you got the hacky sack players, you had the musicians, you had the nerds, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. I want a little bit of normalcy back soon, though. Yeah, no, you know? my, wife, my wife's working from home. She's she has a laptop at home. What is that? What does wifey do? She works for the county, mm -hmm. so she's in charge of uh, like contracts for like all of these uh, all these uh, um, community groups who are doing uh, things for first five, like first five education. So oh, from wow. zero to five. So she's kind of like handing these contracts. So she's like at home. So right now, before I left, well, I got here a little bit late. It was because I was like, I gotta take a phone call. I have to go on a meeting. So I took the kid out. Like, all right, we're going to walk the dog. I walked the dog around the house. I mean, around the neighborhood. And I came back, dropped down. The, I thought she was still on the on the call. I'm like, all right, we're going to get our scooters. And we're like walking around. And then we got home. And she was like, all right, I'm done. So I think she's a little bit stressed about doing stuff from home because she, mm. this, is, this is totally brand new. 
you know, like I'm used to just being at home when, when it's spring break and just kind of chilling and handling the kids, you know? So, but then the kids, I feel like they need more structure. Yeah. You know, they don't have, they need to continue that structure. Like I was telling you, I was giving you, I'm giving them like a schedule of what they're doing and what they're doing and what they're doing. And, um, we'll see how it goes. It's day one, man. Isn't that I'm weird? I'm already it's tired. Fucking day one. I'm already tired. <laughs> I'm already tired. Oh, man. That's why I'm going to take a couple of growlers with me. Yeah. There you go. Do your thing, you know? bro. We're going to make this out. We're going we're gonna to do like a, we're going to check in in two weeks. I'm going to bring your boys back in in two weeks. How we're, are you? I'm not and we're going like, to sit down again and be like, all right. A black eye. Are we back in school? <laughs> no. How's hey, everything with the family? Okay. <laughs> Who's stressing out? You guys getting cabin fever? Shit, we might not be able to meet in two weeks. Yeah. We might have to do this shit remotely in two weeks. Fuck. That's wild. It is crazy, man. That is fucking crazy. What's your wife doing? Wife is shit. A little bit of a a, a, a drama going on because she it wanted to go visit her sister. Mm. Her sister lives in Utah and they have tickets to go next week, like on Thursday. Oh, dang. And I told her, hey, oh, that's this, right. yeah. this, this might be an opportunity for you to like kind of reassess that situation. It might not be the best time to travel, but then I don't want to be the asshole to, hey, you're not going to go visit your sister. No, yeah, that's yeah. a wrap. Mm-mm. You know, put that on hold. But I'm like, you're taking all the boys. And I get, <laughs> I'm the asshole. I give her the worst case scenario. Mira. What if you get to fucking Utah and all of a sudden they say, you know, we're not taking any people in. You guys are from California. He's in San Diego. It's currently running rampant over there. Uh, you're going to have to be quarantined on the Terramac, bro. And I said, imagine you get stuck on the plane. One bathroom. You got all three of the boys with a plane load of other people you've never met. I said, you really want that? Why do you got to go to the worst case scenario? I said, because that's the only scenario yeah. I want you to worry about. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I don't want you to worry about like, oh, okay, we got here. We got picked up. We're here. I was like, that's good. If that happens, that's good. If that happens and then they say, you know what? No more flights. I'm going to fucking be super bummed. I'm going to be upset. But at least you're at your sister's house. Right. And I know everything's it's fine. Yeah. Worst case scenario, that shit doesn't happen. Worst right. case scenario, you get stuck on the fucking airport on the runway. And they're like, nah, we can't bring you in. They're fucking giving you guys food from the outside in. And then what? You know, like. If they're quarantining people for two weeks, you really want to be in a plane for two weeks in one bathroom, not shower, not nothing with people you never met? Right. It's like, fuck that. But we'll see, bro. Imagine Hopefully that shit. decision is made for you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? And I think and, it is by yeah. the new uh, Fucking news is breaking like yeah, hourly, yeah, bro. Yeah. New shit. You can't do this now. You can't do that now. Dude, they're in See, the East Coast. That's why I love that you're on Twitter. Dude, as soon as I got back on Twitter, because I, 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 I was on a... I used to be. Oh, you got to get back I'm on. Not, I'm not good at it. Oh, you don't have to be good at it. You just like got to follow like certain like sites, certain news organizations, yeah, certain yeah. prominent people, okay. I love it. entertainment, music, whatever you're into, art, and then just kind of like, okay, boom, 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 pick it, get rid of it. But then right now, shit is just coming quick, dude. I mean, that's how I, I mean, and also could be like misinformation. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you really have to filter out what you, who you can who you can trust, you know? Oh, right. There was something I saw this morning and it said ABC WA in capitals. So obviously you think that's Washington, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So it said ABC News breaking WA. Utilities, uh, rent, uh, mortgage, things getting covered by WA for all of its inhabitants. And people started retweeting it. La, 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 la. Nobody fucking clicked on the link. WA is West Australia, bro. It was ABC <laughs> News for West Australia, not Washington State. So I was like, what the fuck? And they're like, guys, this is exactly what you guys need to like Be stop doing. Be cognizant of what yeah. is going on. Like, we're living in like a, I feel like in a society where everybody wants to be first. 
Like, oh, yeah. oh, that's a killer shirt. Chicken, let me have it. Boom. I got it first. Like, oh, I want to break that news first. Oh, yeah, this yeah. new beer is here. I want you to try it. Oh, it's mine. It's first. It's like, especially now, everybody needs to chill the fuck out, right. man. Let let this take its course. And it's like, like you mentioned earlier, bro. Sometimes I feel like ignorance is bliss. If we lived in a time frame where we didn't have access to our fucking phones and technology and just news breaking instantly, we'd probably be in a better mental place yeah. right now. People wouldn't like, be fighting over a TP. Bro. I still want to know who, Why? who was the first motherfucker that went and bought 10 packs and caused this. Like Some dude probably got like, fucking legit 10 packs of fucking TP. And then the guy, and then the lady behind is like, why? That motherfucker's taking a lot of, just fuck. Give me some toilet yeah. paper. And then it just, boom, snowball yeah. effect, bro. Right? And then everywhere People started taking pictures, that. taking quick videos. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. over here thing. in San Diego are taking up all the toilet paper. Well, fuck that. Not in LA. Yeah. And that's how we are that's where we wild, are, bro. Though. Why? Maybe like, the guy how... just like has like a roll of paper just like wraps it around himself. Oh, God. Yeah. It's actually like a, <laughs> like a, like a sexual thing. Two words, bro. Bidet. <laughs> oh, one word? My bad. Bidet. Yeah. You know, one, you ain't going to fucking give yourself a rash by fucking, you know, because I feel like if you have that much toilet paper, you're inclined to just keep wiping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep wiping, well, can bro. Can you imagine <laughs> the people that went and only got like the, the single ply? Boom. <laughs> You it's know? a shitty mess. Ew. That's a shitty situation, dog. Why do they even make shit so budget like that, man? It's 2020, home. Give me that dope fly. Triple fly. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, thank you for Sentry. coming in, brother. Any last words for you? No. Ah, awesome. No, just... Good talk. Oh, oh, that's it. <laughs> uh, just be good. Be good to each other. You know? Look out for one another and yeah. be empathetic. Compita Enrique and, and, and share resources. Mm -hmm. If you know your neighbors don't got none, share some. And I think as educators, just thinking about the kids and, and how do we keep them busy. So if we could print out hard copies of stuff and post them up somewhere for people to pick up, you know, do that. Do Boom. that for your neighborhood, your block whatever yeah. yeah email me i'm good Stay guys safe shoot us your emails in the dm just send them over to us and i'll make sure i provide it to these highly intelligent professors who have this resources to blow your children's minds away while they're on their spring break more more importantly mm -hmm. man more importantly we can get through this as a community as soon yeah. as this shit starts fucking going a little bit more sideways it's gonna get crazier and the only way we all get by is like if we can depend on each other yeah. so stay safe stay healthy you move brown boys Drink some beer. Yeah. Take it later. Too. Or some coffee. Oh.